Oh, there you go. That's a good start. Less um, sneezing this week. Yeah, but to I be reckon, fair, you only, got really to, bad. you only got to seven. Oh, don't shame me. You know, I can <laughs> no, do better. <laughs> no, that's that's a good that's a good thing. I was expecting it to go on. Did you not yeah. hear that we're having a pollen bomb? Whatever the fuck <laughs> that is. <laughs> no, I feel like I should have got some notification on my phone. <laughs> it was meant to be like I thought it was meant to be this week or something. The the, the weather were just like there is a bomb of pollen. <laughs> Hovering over the UK that's like drifted from Europe or something. <laughs> and it's just like... Pfft, Come it's over just, for its holiday. Yeah. To the cold. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, England. Yeah. No, I've never heard of it. But yeah, today and last Saturday, I think. It yeah. Was, yeah, was bad as well. So I don't know whether it's just a weekend hay fever thing. But I've started being more responsible with it. Taking drugs. I'm not and... sure. Taking drugs, but also just not driving with my windows down and enjoying myself and smiling. <laughs> so just, there's like a little button that I taught you about right? yeah. in your car that says like, do you want air from outside or, or air inside. from inside? Yeah. So like, I'll go air from inside. Yeah. Like, okay. Now God. I have less hay fever. Yeah. But I'm it not as happy. It does work. It, yeah. But you've got aircon, so you can still say cool. Yeah, but, but it's I not the same. I can't blast music out and yeah. stare angrily at It doesn't people. feel like summer if you've got the windows up. No. Is it summer? Uh, Might be summer. I think summer's August. I think summer's definitely... August is definitely summer. I thought... I don't know when I thought summer it was begins. like June, July, August is summer. And then September, October, November, autumn. And then December, January, February, winter. But then... March, April, May, spring. Oh, that could, that could make you sense. You separated to three months. Like, yeah, I know, like, the world isn't really, like, that precise. Yeah. But it's around about that. I think I started using that for the apocalypse. It was like, how late in the year do April showers start? And then that's how bad climate change is. And then when I was, when I was in like my third, when I was 21, I think we got April showers in June. Yeah. And they've kind of stayed there. So everything's fine. <laughs> July showers. What? No, it's the it's April showers, isn't it? What's the what's the fucking? It's just, it's a Disney song, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, About like from one of those shows. really old Disney films, you know, before they were good. Um, before they were good. So that's what Snow White was the first one. Yeah, something then like that. Cinderella. Oh, really. Sleeping Beauty was Sleeping early Beauty. as well. Yeah, and the, whichever one April showers is in. Recognize the the sounds. Yeah, it might have just it might have just been in like Fantasia or something. To be fair, I don't know. Maybe in between mops getting smaller and smaller and breaking down your the inner structure of your body. Yeah, yeah. But then I guess if it that's the thing. Like if April showers becomes July showers, then it's like that's cause for concern. Yeah, changes the whole changes two syllables. The whole rhythm. Disney will come crashing down. Yeah. The lighting's completely different. Everything's ruined. Yeah. The lighting. Yeah, because the days are longer. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I've been watching... Well, I say I've been watching. I watched the first episode of Love Island, as promised. Why? Oh, the new series. Yeah, new series. But I I didn't realise it was on every day. It's on every day. I'm not watching it every day. Is there is there like a weekly digest you can watch? I don't know. I haven't An revisited omnibus. it yet. It started last Monday, so I'll watch it every Monday, maybe. Mm. But I don't have a TV license. I don't have a TV, so I'd have to like go on ITV On Demand or whatever yeah. their thing is. Yeah. And purposefully sit and watch Love Island, which I can't <laughs> quite... I sit down and watch it every now and then. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't, every day, people watch it every day. Some people, yeah. I tried to relate it because there's probably shows that I would watch every day. Like if there was, um, and, and it's only, I think it's only like an hour, maybe. Yeah. The one I watched was like an hour and a half or something because it was the opening one. Yeah. Probably. But yes, if there was a show that I really liked, I'd probably watch it every day. But I wouldn't watch it on telly. I wouldn't. And it's like soap. Soaps are on five days a week a lot of the time. Yeah. Like Neighbours. Neighbours is on five days a week. Well, I used maybe, to watch maybe that that's when I was the a disconnect. Kid. But it's only because like you got home from school and then and then it's you know, just on. on. But like again, yeah. like it's it's just a thing. It's like you get addicted to it, and then suddenly yeah. you stop watching it, and you're like, "Oh no, wait, that was shit. <laughs> that was that was really shit." Well, maybe it's just the fact that it's on at a certain time. I've been, I haven't watched. It was on I before the terrestrial Simpsons. television since before university. Yeah, so. like kids' TV ended at half five, and that was like Blue Peter, and yeah. then Neighbours was on till six, and then The Simpsons was on. 
Yeah. But yeah, so like, Love Island's, I think, on at like nine or something. Fucking hell. So like, you must be like, after dinner, you're about to go to bed, watch Love Island and go to sleep. Maybe <sighs> that's the routine. But I, yeah, I couldn't do that. I'd have to watch it like, um, just like whenever I was bothered to watch it. Yeah. So it has to be like, like it's got too used to Netflix, basically. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was, as expected crap difficult to, yeah but there's like a community around it you know i think people who watch it watch like not the same way that i imagine if we were softer people it yeah. would be like that with fargo as right. in like you'd have a whatsapp group of like oh shit maybe yeah, i don't know maybe. but there's that for for love art is that, that kind of cult following of you watching it to enjoy it and bitch yeah. about it or whatever i still haven't watched season three man watch season three it's great yeah yeah fargo is awesome one is amazing two i'm starting to find is probably better than one for me but they're so both so good and they yeah season three was like uh i'm not sure where this is oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it i literally i think i was like three episodes in and then this there's moments in it where I don't want to hype it up too much. I've already said it's the best show I've ever seen, but let's hype it up some more. There's moments <laughs> where I just couldn't control my physical self. Yeah. It was one of those like stand up and walk around the room kind of moments. Yeah. So good. But yeah, it took a while uh, to get there. I'll watch but one tonight. It's I'll worth it's comment. worth a watch. And some of the characters in it are awesome. The Varga is, um, I forget his name, but he's an awesome British actor. Mm. He did, um, he's done loads of stuff, but... Who's in Harry Potter as Professor Lupin, like the werewolf guy? Lupins. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's awesome in it, and it, it it really does. I love it when there's an where there's a, there's a decent. When I say decent, I mean a somewhat accurate and believable portrayal of an Englishman in other stuff. Cause it's yeah, they so don't get easy. it right a lot of the time. It's so bad. It's so bad most of the time. And yeah. this guy, this is, this guy reminds me of a lot of people that I know. Yeah. And like, yes, I can definitely picture this kind of whole thing being yeah. real and believable. It's because, well, they, it always lacks nuance, I guess. Um, and, but it's, I guess it's, it's easily done the other way around as well. You don't mm. really see it as much, but it's easily to be like, like just Joe Smiley American who's just like a cowboy and like whatever. It's yeah. just every stereotype you've ever known about America just kind of like rolled into a ball. Well, I think it's just, my, I think I've narrowed down my, diff, the, the thing that I like about shows and don't like about shows is because I've watched Fargo with a few different people now who have kind of been like interested in shows for different reasons. Yeah. And I think the con- there's a difference between con- writing a show and telling a story. Yeah. There's a difference between writing a book and telling a story. Yeah. And as much as p- and people get really in, in, um, interested in how a story is written. And I think yeah. that there's some element to that. But the, all of my appreciation, all of my interest is about how the story is told. Well, yeah, but you, you apply the same to any performance, stand-ups like that. Like, yeah, take yeah. a joke and someone can tell it fucking horribly. Yeah. You can get some guy that tells, like, a fucking knock-knock joke on stage and it can be fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's in the, it's in the telling. Well, just that, and then I think everything through my drama stuff, I did like a, yeah, a drama degree, which is ma- basically a degree to become a drama teacher, mm. um, which never wanted to do. So yeah, just did it for a laugh. Yeah. It seems. Um, so <laughs> the, um, best thing about that was true. Yeah. Trying to tell, I was always interested in creating an image or creating a, an idea that kind of told a story about something else. And it didn't yeah. matter about, Oh, is this the third act or is this the second act? You know, you need to have a bridge and you have a reference here. It's like, I don't yeah. care about any of that. Mm-hmm. I looked at it more like writing a song or yeah. or something short like that. And Fargo nails it for me in every way, which is why yeah. Fargo is awesome. Because it's just like, yes, every point of this is thought through and been like, is this worth a telling part yeah. of this story? Whereas stuff, yeah, stuff, the issue I have with uh, the Avengers films anyway, or the, the, yeah, the Marvel films was just like, it felt like it was a lot of story writing and some of it was like storytelling wasn't quite there. It was more for the meta and the... Mm. Uh, other stuff to be like oh if you, this little mention here is referenced yeah, in comic book i can seven. see that they they they, they they spend a lot of time sewing intricacies together um that to unless you're kind of in on it like there's a lot of references that i don't fucking understand because i was never a comic book guy i yeah. like the films but and I've, I've i've seen pretty much i think i've seen every marvel film now i think i don't think i've missed any um so, so like, writing the book 
so that like certain words are going to be keywords. It's a yeah. reference to other books. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't care about. I want to know this story. And people like freak out. It's like, oh my god, did you? He just said da da da. da. And yeah. But they. It, but sometimes they just never come back to it ever again. So it's, yeah, it's just there. Yeah. To appease those. Which people. is a method of it's cult following cult culture yeah. of that kind of thing. Yeah. But to me, that sacrifices mm. some storytelling. Yeah. It's, it's the balance of how much. Yeah, that becomes it's, it's, the part where I go like, oh, I don't. But it, it's like, well, what, it, like Thor Ragnarok. I just go, oh, I was just, I would never, I, I, if I could never watch that again, I'd be like, yeah, can't be asked for that film. I'd watch other Avengers films. I do enjoy Avengers films. Yeah, but yeah, it was like that film felt like, oh, it was just a story that was written that was told very badly. Yeah, in, in my opinion, and uh, but then everyone's got different opinions on storytelling and blah 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 blah. blah. But yeah, Fargo is the one that nails it for me. So I always highly recommend that. That and Bloodline. Yeah, bloodline, the storytelling in that, and the acting in that is so amazing. Yeah, I, it's I'm totally not my cup of tea. No, it's, no, like you said, well, I looked into it. It was like this looks terrible, and then like Bill Burr was like, "It's awesome." I was like, oh, yeah. I'll give it a watch. It was like, yeah. yeah, this is some uh, some amazing acting in it. But the yeah. whole genre is like this family has a dark secret. Yeah, are you interested? It's like no. Wait, <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> just because some of the acting in it is incredible. It's like this yeah. is amazing. And when, how the story is told and blah blah blah. I remember when we were at uni and we like on like a Friday night we'd go to Coco's, like the metal club, and then bef- yeah. but before that we'd watch Dirty Sexy Money, and I still can't figure out if that show was any good. I don't think it was. I don't think it was, but we were just kind of like, yeah, we have to watch that. Like that's that's the thing. Uh, it now. wasn't because of Donald Sutherland. It's because it had the guy from Six Feet Under in it. It was like I'll give it a try. Which one? Uh, Nathan. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, he yeah. was in it as like the lawyer. I don't think we finished the season. No, it like, well, you got cancelled. A few mid season. Well, I don't know. I think that I, I don't. I can't remember to be honest. Yeah, it, it was, was a just, bunch of them. Here's a really rich family with an average lawyer. Yeah, Look how different their lives yeah. are. I'm not sure. Yeah, but Six Feet Under was fucking nice. Yeah, Six Feet Under yeah. was awesome. Another awesome storytelling thing. Yeah, just because. Yeah, the best thing about Six Feet Under was so getting onto TV show talk all today. Yeah, but um, the best thing about Six Feet Under was the. That's telling the story of the father mm. without the father's perspective. Yeah. I thought was perfect because you saw how the children and the wife and that saw the father from different things. It was kind of pictured together. Yeah. Without ever really see, yeah, without ever seeing the perspective of the father. So you have all the mystery and the kind of like, oh, you did this kind of thing. So you kind of peeled this character in your head. Yeah. And how that kind of cascades onto, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. But yeah, Fargo yeah. 3, I highly recommend yeah. to get on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry, Love Island. <laughs> Love Island, yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit weird. It's still un- weird. I mean, I don't understand the people who go on it. Apparently there's two, there's Love Island and then there's something called like Winter's something. Oh, Winter's, what's, what, what does a bear do? When it, in hibernate. Winter? Hibernate, maybe it's like called Winter's Hibernate, something like that, yeah. which is Love Island, but in the winter. And I don't think they figured out that when it's summer, one side of the planet, it's winter on the other side. Yeah. So why not just do Love Island somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> where is his summer? I don't know. Or where it is winter? I don't know. So, um, yeah, there was a bunch of people on it. I mean, there's people who have apparently given up like prestigious careers, like taken off time off work. Cause I think it's like a two month thing. Oh yeah. So there's like a doctor on it. So like, oh, I'm not needed. NHS doesn't need doctors at the moment. It's fine. Yeah. And then there's a girl who's like uh, been on um on the West End apparently quite successfully and has gone on f- and gone on to the show to apparently find love, mm. which I kind of get. Yeah, fair enough. You know, there's probably people who do think that that's an exciting way to add to their Instagram. Yeah. And kind of meet thing, new people. Like some people there's there's like serial reality TV people aren't it? So like there's there's people who've been on multiple reality TV shows. Well, this one's got Danny Dyer's daughter in it, and <laughs> she's in it because she was on the winter version, right. but broke her leg, oh, and so, so they were like, no one's going to date you. <laughs> Rejected. Yeah. Get off the show, and then don't worry, we'll give you something in six months time Danny Dyer's daughter yeah and it's just like she'll just bring it up from time to it's like just don't bring it up yeah just who cares who your dad is yeah oh I wouldn't mess with Danny Dyer he's a hard man it's like alright I think you'll find he's an actor (laughs) yeah he's an actor who was like he did like I think Britain's hardest men yeah, he got punched in the face. Was he in like (laughs) Green Street or something? Was that his? Yeah. Well, uh, what was the big one about like young 
house music followers. I can't remember what it's called. But that was his big thing, I think. Oh, but yeah, it's just because he's got, it's because yeah. he, he thinks he's got swagger and stuff like that. But yeah, so, now he's on EastEnders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, trying to, uh, that keeps on getting brought up. But the weird, the weirdest thing is, one, the prize is 50 grand. Mm. Which human I, traffic. Human traffic. That's what it's called. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was Danny Dyer's, the film. Yeah. It wasn't just like, let's do some human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot the human traffic. <laughs> um, yeah, so, for 50 grand for two months, which I think, might get split down the middle, so that's like twenty five grand each. Yeah, and then I think there's a deal or no deal deal situation, where because it's a couple that wins, I think they have to either state that they want all the money, so fuck the other one, yeah. screw them. Which woman's in this box? Yeah, or we'll have oh the blugs do it as well, <laughs> <laughs> or do they split it evenly? And only if they both agree to split it evenly is it split evenly. Oh, it's like a weird deal. If one deal. does or doesn't. Yeah, then, then it's like, oh, that. Yeah. oh, that was, that was rough. Of course you, but if you both choose not to, then, then it's split down the middle. Then it does get split. Yeah. If you both say, let's split it evenly, then right. you get like, I think that's how it works. 25 grand each. Well then, so you, you always say no. Always. Yeah, which happens quite a lot, I think. Cause then as well, you get the stories after it, I guess. Yeah. But so what that means is the maximum prize money is 50 grand. Yeah. Or, 25 grand yeah for two months worth of stuff which is like fair enough that's somewhat you know respectable amount of money yeah. but it also means that well if if as long as that doesn't affect any future income yeah it doesn't affect your current income yeah i mean like the weather one of the persons who's a musical actress like I'm, i'd like to think that it shouldn't affect anything because you know it would well, she might have some kind of gimmicky yeah, but she might also be a bit gimmicky because she's yeah. been on a reality show. So it'd be like, yeah, yeah, to come into a musical, maybe it'd be a good thing. You maybe get, it won't you, be. You get uh, a bit more of, typecast. Like a typecasting thing about you. Yeah, I, I, maybe you wouldn't, but you go like, you know, if you were on the West End, you can earn some. You you might earn more than that if you just auditioned. Yeah, so maybe it's yeah. just you know to kind of find love in that. But the <laughs> but the whole thing, I think, for this one, they have ten ten people, right? Five men, five women. And they've got, and they just randomly pick, I'm now your boyfriend. Mm. Now you're my girlfriend. And then I think that affects how the shows run. This time they had five men, five women coupled up. And then they had like a, like a model 22 year old come in who were, who all the women fancied. And his job was to try and take like battle royale. Just just literally like battle royale about the guy just came in for fun. (laughs) Like just, yeah, comes in and tries to, I think I'll be your boyfriend. And then that screws up the thing. So it's all just a big... It's literally just stirring the pot. Yeah. It's all the show. Yeah. But in order for the show to work, because it is based on random people having sex in beds, one night... Not one night stands, but after knowing each other very briefly in a shared dormitory, that means that everyone needs to go have a bedtime. Right. So that means at one point, a producer must come out and be like, bedtime. Everyone (laughs) has to go to bed now. It's 10 o'clock. You've got to be up in the morning for 8am for breakfast. We're going fishing. <laughs> and they all have to go, okay, I guess it's my bedtime now. <laughs> because if they had... Could sep- I have some cocoa? <laughs> just, if they had separate bedtimes, you wouldn't have the drama of everyone trying to go to sleep while some random people might be snogging under the covers. Or, yeah. And that, and, that, and, that, and that is the show. That's the thing that makes the show different is they film people having sex. Yeah. Um, and like try and get people to fuck each other. So it's yeah. just like, <laughs> I, just, I just can't, I just, I mean, I understand like, you know, you want to be on the show and that, but I can't yeah. have someone telling me where my bedtime is. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's bedtime. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on an island. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going swimming. <laughs> It's 11 o'clock. I'm going swimming. And then, as and again, I've been told, like, they only make one meal a day. The rest are catered for. So, we got your sandwiches. Do you want a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I just find it so... Sur- really one, getting the wild experience. The thing, the, thing, the thing about the show that kind of puts me off is it feels like they're just, like, four-year-olds running around. Yeah. Be like, kiss, chase, that kind of atmosphere of, like, yeah. well, you're my bo- girlfriend because you've got blonde hair and I like blonde hair. Okay. <laughs> that's the, basically what the show is like i remember the first episode was like people going around it but is he your type well my type is uh blonde and he's not blonde yeah okay does that mean anything like no 
Are you attracted to him? Yeah, kind of. If, well, what's, <laughs> the what's thing the is, like, people don't work like that. I know they <laughs> like to think, like, well, ideally, I, I, this is what I'd go for. Yeah. But if, in actuality, you were eight people and there was just eight of you in the world and you were on a small <laughs> island, you wouldn't have a type. But that, that's the thing, because like, I can remember when I was younger having, like, an idea of a type of girl that I would be attracted to. But I also, that, I liken it to like, um, having a favorite type of food. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I like a favorite type of food, but it varies from time to time. Yeah. And if I'm hungry, I just want to eat something. Yeah. That's present. It's just like, oh yeah, that whole illusion of like, what are you yeah. going to be when you grow up? Yeah. I'm going to be a train driver. You know, it's, <laughs> it's that, what are you, I'm going to, I'm going to, my girlfriend's going to be five foot six. Yeah. Why? Just because, because it'll look good on a postcard. It's that, <laughs> that, that kind of childish view of the world, I think, yeah. is the, the, the same thing that's shared with them. And yeah. they're like in their 20s. I think the oldest person's like, I don't know, maybe 26. Yeah. So it's like, like the young people. When you're, when, yeah, but it's, it's, when does, when you don't have choice, like your type of person is available. Like that is my type. No, but then if your type is blonde, what happens if she dyes her hair? Does your whole feelings about the person change? Uh, No, you moron. Yeah, (laughs) you just—that's just like—that's just. Oh, what color is Kim Kardashian's hair at the moment? That's my type. Yeah, you know what's. I suddenly don't find you attractive. Yeah, (laughs) at all. And as much as that might change, like, because there probably are things that people find attractive or more attractive. Yeah. Like, you, you, you notice trends of what you find like attractive, I guess. But still, like, yeah, it's just, it's how, but it it's how immature it is. It's yeah. Just like, yeah. But they're immature people. They're 20. So it's kind of, yeah. You can't really, not faulting the show. Yeah. But apparently I saw some reports about like, why is Love Island more popular than more intelligent programs about yeah. like university challenge or something like that? You go like, well, it's just, you know, people don't watch it to learn. Yeah. So again, to kind of zone out and to kind of be like, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, relate it to other people. Like, what was, yeah, like Sex in the City became a, like, are you a Miranda or are you a Beverly? I don't know what their yeah. names are. Like, the kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have bedrooms? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I just like the meta of the, the production side of it. Because they just hire camera crews just to sit in bushes and record yeah. people. And again, <laughs> They have to clock off at some point. Yeah. But it's not like Big Brother where it's fixed cameras. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's like in bushes. So they're like, no, we'll get the camera crew, just get them out. And now we, and again, a production we'll staff goes over to a bush and gives it a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I think it's just as an adult, I think, oh, it's like 30, I think, if anyone was giving me packed lunch and stuff like that. Unless it was someone that I trusted, it would just yeah. be like, no, fuck off. I can make my own sandwich. I guess. But there is, there is like a 50s housewife thing about it, isn't there? Don't forget your lunch, honey. Like there is, there, there, there is still that yeah, yeah. thing of like, you can Except be. If it came from someone you trust. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, you can, you can be a working grown up and yeah. still have people hand you your lunch. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. But if you, I just, yeah, if I was, a, if I was in this, you know, a, a job and like someone said, don't forget your lunch. Yeah, You'd be like who the fuck leave me alone? <laughs> I don't want. I'm, I'm a grown up, but yeah. there's yeah, this whole twenty thing is like we make. I think they make breakfast. It's like here's yeah. your lunch, here's your dinner, go to bed. <laughs> so I, they, I bet they all live with their parents because that's basically <laughs> what they're doing on reality yeah. TV. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, there's been like I don't know seven episodes, and I just yeah. don't know what's happened. So and apparently, loads of people have left probably because it's like I think they have some kind of eviction thing. Oh. So that's like, and now I've got a backlog of Love Island that I didn't when when I when I stated this you challenge, made a commitment. I didn't realize it was going to be every day because <laughs> why? So now have you got to what? How are you going to do this then? I don't know. Maybe there's like what a, was like the you commi- Are you watching a whole series? Yeah. Oh, I can watch how long it, is it like on in, for? I don't know. I think two months. Fuck. I don't think. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think that's I can a watch significant portion of time. Yeah. And I'm run. I've, and one of the reasons I did it is because I've kind of run out of stuff to watch. Like now I've kind again finished kind of Netflix. Yeah, and it's like just waiting for Netflix to give me more stuff to to yeah. watch. So it's like and Amazon Prime. I'm kind of I tried watching some shows. It was like this is terrible. <laughs> well, I tried to watch the startup, which is like is. Martin Freeman and right. uh, some other people. It's just it's an Adrian Brody from the OC, like the. <laughs> 
geeky, stereotypically Jewish kid in yeah. the OC. Like, uh, yeah, tried watching it, and it was such a fucking generation film of like kids saying rebelling against their parents. Yeah, and it's just whenever there's an obvious over played agenda in anything i just get so turned off yeah because it's, it's just lazy storytelling at the end of the day but all of them were like fuck you mum i'm gonna go do my <laughs> cryptocurrency like oh yeah yeah but and then the mum's like we made sacrifices to pay you to go to a good college and to do everything and she's yeah. like oh yeah well i've had this guy come loads in me um just so i can have a place to stay so don't talk to me about sacrifice I don't think you know what sacrifice is, young lady. No. <laughs> I don't think you understood. Yeah, if you're willingly getting raped for something, yeah. I don't think that's a sacrifice. I think that's a mistake. Yeah. I think that's, that's something a bit more darker. <laughs> and you're just completely writing off years of financial sacrifice from your parents <laughs> because you willingly had sex with somebody for profit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why. Yeah. Again, again, it's that generational thing of kids. Make, like, our parents made mistakes. We're going to do something different. Yeah. And then Martin Freeman has been written out as to be like a dirty cop, which is just like, oh, this is terrible. This is just yeah. really badly done. And some of those I've seen with Amazon Prime. I think it's an Amazon Prime original. Yeah. And all this stuff kind of feels like it's either targeted towards a specific demographic incredibly heavily. Or it's just kind of felt just a bit rushed. Yeah. But I haven't seen them all. I've just put, picked, and, picked a few I'd, from I time to time. I've heard a lot of negative reviews about Prime in general, like the content-wise. Well, like Mr. Robot, which I think is a Amazon Prime thing. That's got, quite popular. Though, it got it? a lot of popular, but there's a load of stuff in it that I'm just like, oh, for God's sake, this is so yeah. placating yeah. To, to demographics. It's just like, Is uh, that the one that you're on about that's got the weird camera angles where it's like yeah. just looks trying at someone's to be, head and then trying the to be hipster yeah is, is what it is it's like this has no effect you're just trying to be different yeah and it adds nothing in yeah. fact it just distracts you so <laughs> why are you doing this and then the whole gimmick is oh when you see them writing code it's the real code that you would use it's like yeah just go on google and google how to code you can yeah. get that code yeah get an expert yeah that's thing. that's just what every fucking show does you hire yeah. an expert like like when they when you go into watching like fucking er or house or something like those are real words yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are and the only other big thing for mr robot was um writing a writing a book wise apparently they go to places that you wouldn't ordinarily go with a television series yeah but i don't care about that it's like i don't i don't care whether it's oh this is a bit different it's gone a bit new yeah it's like, nice no, it's about the story am i interested in this story no yeah. <laughs> so why am i yeah it's yeah it, but that's the key difference for me is storytelling versus writing yeah. a book yeah and i think that's just where my kind of focus is yeah so i guess love island is a story we'll see Oh, I don't know how you're gonna do that. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping there's like a was it an omnibus? Not an omnibus because that's like all of them in a row, isn't it? Yeah. I want like yeah, like a breakdown Even the highlights. Yeah, I'll do Even like it's just like I can hour. do it once a week, but yeah. maybe I can just do it once a week for a year and just oh. be incredibly out of date. Why? I <laughs> just I, two months worth of it, sixty episodes. Yeah, it's two years worth. Of, that's a year's worth of yeah <laughs> once a week. Why are you doing this again? Because I feel like it's just, you know, I think my opinions are becoming more cemented about stuff. And I just feel like that's easy. I feel like if, if, if there's any comedy to be found in it, I think someone who hates it is going to find it. Yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I'm just interested just to see what the... the it, it's, a pop, it's, a, it's a popular show. Yeah. And I hate it, but I feel like I could key into what's popular about it. And try mm. and figure out and try and explain it to someone else. Yeah. So, but the main thing is, one, there's not much to watch at the moment. And two, it's, yeah, I can just feel myself being like, well, that's a crap show and I've never watched it. Or that's a crap, that's that's a type of person. Yeah. You know, just as you get older, you just get more and more narrow-minded. Yeah. And I can just feel that happening. So I'm like, ah, just don't get, stop getting narrower and start getting wider. It seems like this would be more useful if you did something with it like straight away like yeah. if you watch if you purposely spend time watching a show that you hate yeah. then do like a fucking weekly youtube review of love island yeah a very drama drama kale but like i guess <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah yeah but, yeah well it's just something to spark some kind of 
yeah. interest or spark some sort of idea. Like I do like the idea that they've got a bedtime and it's all just kind of like <laughs> you're basically living with your parents on national TV. Yeah, because it, it kind of feels like oh, can I have my boyfriend around? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can I sleep in your bed? Okay. Yeah. Could Josh come over? Yeah, and it's just as if like sharing a bed with someone is some big deal. It's just yeah. like who cares? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, but uh, it's special. You only do that with someone that you really like. Not true. I've shared no. beds with friends. <laughs> yeah, like, you just... share a bed with a homeless guy. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's just a bed. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you know hormones. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, but oh, I won't be able to wank. Okay, All right. don't wank. Or just do it in a bush near a cameraman. Yeah. You know, just offer him a sandwich first and you'll be fine. Why would you wank in a room full of people anyway? Yeah, <laughs> adds to the spice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I tried doing that. I'll try and get back on it, but we'll see. Um, I went out for a, um, a drink last night at Staffordshire Uni. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because there was a big, uh, a big to-do there. And uh, it's been a while since oh, I've is it been. The, is it the, the annual students? Like a, not award like a, show, the fucking like a degree graduate. show, the, the graduate. Yeah, show. I think they, so. Where yeah. they're showing all their artworks and yeah, pieces and stuff. I think yeah. so. Yeah. We went round saw some stuff. Yeah, 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 and it was, it was weird being on a. It was bigger uni than what I thought it was. I've only ever driven past it, but like that one building, that Staffordshire Uni. Yeah, was, yeah, there's yeah. There's loads. Yeah. Okay, fair play. There's two campuses to it. Like, it's a big place. Yeah, but being around um, students again was interesting. Towards the end of the night, there was someone who rivaled, you know, drunks. Yeah. Young people don't know how to handle drinks. So like, it was like a drunk guy with vomit all over his shirt outside, yeah. crying for a woman named Becky who never came. Yeah. You know, just screaming into the night and thinking, I think he thought he broke his leg, but he just got some gravel on his knee. So there was a medic like trying to do something and his, her hands didn't even touch his leg and he was like, ah, screaming. So it was just like, was he drunk? Yeah. Right. Totally wasted. Right. Okay. And it, again, it was just like, oh, great on me so much. I've, I've just had enough with drunk people. See, Vix is, t- is too nice. I think that's, that's, uh, that's part, that's, that, that's part of why we work because I'm not nice. Yeah. Like, not in that way. But she'll, she'll, um, if, if we're on a, on a night out and we're perfectly sober, but we've just gone for a drink somewhere and she comes out and there's that classic girl crying in the gutter. Like, <laughs> that, that classic. That classic. <laughs> she'll go, and if they're on their own, she'll go and sit and talk to them and make yeah. sure they're all right. And I just don't have that at yeah. all. I'm just like, well, it's your own fucking fault, isn't it? Well, it's, it, it sounds harsh, but it's just, I think. But they all, all have the, the Love drugs. Island problems. It's like, yeah, yeah. but Becky said that. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like, oh God, I don't yeah. care. I don't care. <laughs> well, there was one of them. Yeah. And yeah, it was very much just like, I think this guy would benefit more from just having a bucket of water thrown on him and then being padlocked to a bus stop. <laughs> and so he's so bizarre. Just let him, because he, what he's, he, he just, you're so drunk, you're just looking for something. <laughs> you're just trying to feel some kind of emotions. Like, no, go fuck yourself and sober up. <laughs> to a lamp, fucking lamp. <laughs> stuck, stuck, stuck. <laughs> I'm not even engaged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there was a guy who did a speech there who was a bit of a celebrity. Yeah. You know, because they try and get motivational speakers at university graduations to kind of motivate the students to propel themselves into the future. Yeah. Always um, works. <laughs> <laughs> Worked perfectly. <laughs> Here we are. I can't even remember who did my graduation ceremony. There was somebody. To be fair, we're functioning members of society. We sure. pay t- we work and pay taxes. That's all that's required, really. <laughs> that's that's and we don't kill people. Well, Staffordshire, I don't know if it's Staffordshire, but Stoke is known for its pots. Like, it's ceramics. Yeah, it's, it was, um, it was, like, it's famous the, for. the potteries. Like, yeah. we used to do all the bone china and everything for the country and everything. I don't know why all that industry kicked up around here. I, I think don't know there's it, some mines maybe around here. Yeah, maybe it's like clay. The, the soil, the, all this soil is very clay and stuff. So, like, <laughs> maybe it's that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, massive history of, like, pottery and ceramics. And, to be fair, the university has got a ceramic section. Yes. So, like, the, but they brought this famous potter in to speak. Potter. And the thing, <laughs> the thing is, right, I get that... I get the reasons behind wanting to have a motivational speaker, but I disagree that there's that many motivational people in the world. Yeah. Like, so when it comes to fulfilling a quota of motivational people, sometimes you don't find very many motivating people. You just kind of grab someone. Yeah. And be like, be motivating. <laughs> so they're like, um, 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave this speech and it was just... <laughs> one, he was brought on to, this guy has made 1,000 pots in a day. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> this guy just walks up the stage. Apparently he's been on some kind of pottery reality TV shows. Oh, right. So like um, semi- the Great Pottery Throwdown. Yeah. It's not a bad show, like actually. Watching that- a load of, like, inexperienced potters trying to make a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're on that. So, like, come on and, you know, give us a motivating speech. And I think his first things was... Well, the first thing um, I'd like to tell you guys is that um, dreams dreams aren't reality. <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> Cheers, Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, so the dreams don't come true. Yeah. Well, I was already going to drink tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he's just trying to talk about, you know, how his career and it's, it's been good for him. And he's like, you know, I'm, I've been doing this for 30 years. I'm such an old tosser. You know, because I think a tosser is someone who works with clay. That's the name of the, you know, like uh, a blacksmith. Uh, yeah. yeah. He made that joke three times throughout the whole speech. Just one guy like, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there, mate. Yeah. And yeah. Well tr- done. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to get people motivated to shoot for the stars of making plates. And it's like everyone has their own dreams and everyone yeah. should find happiness in whatever they do. Yeah. But it's, it just seems weird that the motivational speaker they've got is for, you know, to make pots yeah not 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 like start up their own business or make their own unique stuff it's yeah. more like can you make a thousand pots in a day because i can make a thousand pots a day yeah i did it on tv <laughs> <laughs> and i made a toilet yeah i know gordon ramsay maybe i don't know <laughs> who knows yeah. but yeah and then all this all the speech talkers and the lecturers and that kind of hung around drinking in the su as well which when yeah, i think yeah, about yeah. it i can't remember whether that happened when i was at uni um, but I, my uni you know, was a bit weird. I used to hang out with one of my lecturers, I think. I'd um, go for a drink, but it wouldn't yeah. be like, you know, on a Wednesday night, which is the student night. You'd have oh, like, yeah, everyone no, getting drunk no, and they dancing didn't, they didn't to come nine to because, five. Because, like, typically, they spend enough time with fucking students. Yeah. Who, who the fuck wants to be with and them they, in they can drive somewhere well. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, motivational speaking-wise, 1,000 pots a day, guy's a legend. <laughs> and apparently he's famous for crying, so that's always good. <laughs> Just again, like everybody takes your dreams. I completely agree with that. Yeah. But just don't hire random people for motivational speeches because <laughs> they might not be that motivated. <laughs> yeah, no. Our guys are fucking terrible at our speech. They just spent, yeah. like, the, the, the university spent half of the speech talking about the university. And it's like, we've been there <laughs> yeah. for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I've been there for longer than anyone else <laughs> yeah. in this room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people who are so stupid that they get held back from like the third grade, or <laughs> year five, and then they're stupid. Mine was, mine was voluntary. I didn't have to go back. I don't want to leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, switching courses multiple times. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's kind of getting used to. It took me a long time to become self motivated. I guess that's what I kind of put it down to. Right. It's like so you're kind of like doing a course because you felt you should be doing it. Exactly. Right. Like you go to uni because they because you were told you should go to uni. So it's like that 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 was it. Yeah. Um and I had always planned to, but like it was it was actually gonna be the next year. I didn't decide I was going to uni until August. And right. I started in September. I missed my interview because I forgot. <laughs> I still took you. <laughs> and then I got into exactly the same course through clearing. So it's right. like, well so I'll right, I, I'm here now. I guess. And then I did that for like two years and was like, I actually don't like this. And then I changed course and then fucking, yeah. And then I actually finished a three year course, (laughs) but it took me a long time to get past the thing. That's like, they're not going to tell you again, just write the essay. And if you don't do it, they're not going to care. <laughs> like, yeah. so like then they're not going to chase you up for it. It's just, that's You're just to fucked up. That's going to be it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it took me, it took me a while to become self-motivated to actually finish. <laughs> I guess. Like my, one, one of my lecturers um, said that he didn't think people were really ready for like that kind of full-time education until they were like 25, 26. And I actually fully agree with him. I don't think, I don't, I don't think you're ready to commit to an education. You can, if you can, if it's something you're interested in, I think that 
it's the perfect time. Yeah. But I think that, like you said, I think most people don't really figure out what they're interested I in needed, until later I, on. I, I should have, I should have gone back in my early twenties, to be fair. I should have, I shouldn't have gone in at 18. I should have taken mm. a few years to either work or travel or something. I don't, I don't think I was, I don't think I was ready. Well, I, I had just had to leave home. I was just like, yeah. that was my thing. I just needed to go away and, and have some time, independent time. But I think, I think they think, yeah, if you know what you're interested in and you've got a passion for it already, I think that's the best thing for you to do. Like, I did philosophy kind of as a goof. Yeah. Didn't learn very much. I learned a lot of stuff, but no knowledgeable stuff. It was just kind of like how to talk to people and yeah. how to read essays and all that kind of stuff. But the drama stuff, I think I learned quite a lot in and had yeah. a lot of fun with. If that was pure drama, then I think I would have done that. Would have, that was the perfect time for me to do that. Yeah. It's just, yeah, if you're interested in it, same with a job. If you're interested in a job, yeah, then you're perfect. You're sold. But if you're just working a job just to work a job, then it's a completely different environment. You know, the same as like, yeah, you might not figure out what you want to do till later. You might know what you want to do when you're seven and just carry yeah. on doing it, which way you go, oh, this guy's a genius. He's been working, you know, he's like 17 and he's got aces in all of his degree, in all of his studies. It's like, yeah, because he fucking loves that topic. Talk about yeah. it for anything. If there was a degree in comedy, like a genuine degree in comedy or an academia of comedy, yeah, it's something I could definitely do quite well in, definitely be interested in. I'd be like, yeah, that just fuck, fucking do it. It'd be brilliant. Uh, but anyway, on to the news. A bit of a weird news week, but I uh, managed to find some stuff that I found quite interesting. Um, an international group of scientists, yeah, that's a re- reputable thing, Good. are lobbying, again, they're going for, they're looking for change, yep. for an earthquake emoji. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which, in the, right, so they're looking to, um, I'll just go through it, they want, it's called emoji quake. Uh, right. Maybe up to one third of the world's population might be exposed to some kind of earthquake hazard, Yeah, uh, said a university spokesman. Uh, so we really want to be able to communicate to all of those regions, all those different languages. And an emoji is an amazing way of doing that. Right. So they're saying that an image, which speaks a thousand words, yeah, is easier to teach people than one word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess every language will have a different word for earthquake. Yeah, and again, to bring them back to Fargo, they did yeah. kind of suggest this kind of thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in a random tangent of the show, um, in that there are certain universal symbols. Like if you see a red cross, a red plus, yeah, then that's healthcare. There's some kind of medic, yeah. something yeah. nearby, so you know whatever country you're in. Yeah, that's where I need to go for that. Right, okay. a house is a home. You know that kind of. There's certain universal icons. Yeah, but I don't think there should be universal emojis because one, you'd have to have an a smartphone. Yeah, <laughs> which if you're trying to reach as many people as possible, not everybody's got a smartphone, so don't don't make it via smartphone. Yeah, two, it's an emoji, right? Which is going to be smaller than your thumb. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and and I guess the pur- I think the purpose of this is one to break language barriers. And speed, because it's quicker to send a picture of a tornado than it is to spell the word tornado. I guess, but it's but not going to... you have gonna... to search for the That's image the tornado. It's not going to show up in your in your regularly used ones, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're going to have to scroll through all of these emojis, and by which time... <laughs> While you're being everyone's... sucked up into a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hard to do when your phone's, like, on the other side of the tornado. <laughs> yeah. And, you're and then it's just around. like, just phone them. Phone them and tell them yeah. in whatever language. Oh, what about a government trying to spam out stuff? Just send it in multiple languages. Yeah. People speak different languages. Yeah, but like, People working for the government. All you need to do languages. is just like, well, like, what language does your country speak? They pretend that there's, that there's yeah. like, oh, we have to translate it into a million different languages and everything yeah. like that. But it's like, no, just get the guy who's in England to say it in English. Like, <laughs> that's all. The, the, and, and in Spain, say it in Spanish and like fucking everything. You don't, you don't have to preach it to every individual person in the country. Yeah. And if there's one person that doesn't speak Spanish in Spain, then his neighbor will be mm. like, hey, you see, see everything's shaking? <laughs> yeah. Let's hide. And like part of the argument is that tornadoes have a, like a longer warning system because you can, it's not like a tornado goes boom, tornado out of nowhere. Yeah, no. They're like, we can kind of predict that it's a tornado warning. Yeah, pressure. Whereas and, earthquake yeah. is too random to predict. It can So be. it's kind of so, an instant like, shit, yeah. there's a volcano, there's a, a, yeah. a, a earthquake. Yeah. But you go like, well, that's just an emergency system. It's like, just send people a text, there's an earthquake coming. Yeah. If the government's, 
Look, we had it before the government sending you a warning about zombies. If my government was sending me emojis, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's a, it's an yeah. image that can be interpreted in many ways. Uh, one of the, um, someone, Dr. Sarah K. McBride, whose Twitter handle is disastrous comms. So I'm assuming she's kind of some representative for communication in disasters. Yeah. Her Twitter her tweet was volcanoes have emojis, tornadoes have emojis, tsunamis have emojis, cyclones have emojis, and we even have a wizard. So why don't we have earthquakes? <laughs> <laughs> so why isn't there an earthquake? Look one? out for the wizard. Yeah, and it's like uh, the, the <laughs> There was a, a, a rewatched um, Better Call Saul recently, and they talk yeah. about the idea of sunk cost, which is a gambler's thing. Of I've already put a thou- I've already lost a thousand pounds. I have to put more money into it in order to get the reward mm. because I've already invested a thousand pounds. Yeah, I've already lost a thousand pounds, and it's stupid. It, it, that's it's it's sunk cost. It's like yeah. I've already lost, so I'll lose some more. Yeah, like okay, and that's <laughs> we've already got a volcano emoji. Why isn't there a, an earthquake emoji? <laughs> well, what's going to be an, the reason there's a tornado emoji emoji is because a tornado is a very obvious looking thing. Yeah, and they were like, "Fuck it, let's have a tornado because that'll be used in conversation, not as a emergency health hazard warning." That <laughs> <laughs> what's well, an earthquake? Just a crack in the ground. Well, that's also a crack. Well, that's also the ground. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want it to be? <laughs> Are you serious? I think, and that's the thing. Like, I I never use emojis. I just, I can't. I don't like them. I don't understand them. I understand how people use them I to do, me, but not a lot. But I'm, I just smiley face. Yeah. Use a word. Just, I, I, I like words. I really like words. So I'd rather yeah. find a word. But so I don't use them with anyone, and I don't. Un, and if an official body was sending me emojis, I agree that an image can say more. Mm. Like, and we are kind of moving multiple to hieroglyphics, like of just images representing yeah. things. But it just feels like why it, it can it can be used as a as a story as a picture to have like one one image representing something else. In but it's always it's always going to be interpreted in different ways, and words seem much much clearer yeah. than a smiley face. Yeah, like I just, and add a bit more late because in order for it to be an universal image, it has to be the most simplistic image and therefore depiction of anything. Yeah, to mean anything, so you're just reducing yourself to the simplest method of expressing your your communication skills. Yeah, it's like just add a, just talk a little bit more. Um, emojis can cross the boundaries of written language, helping communicate valuable information to people who may struggle to read a certain language, mm. and help us communicate complex threats faster to more people i don't get it but populations like uh, japan and mexico are relying on earthquake early warning technology which issues alert on digital devices and broadcast media so there's already this yeah. notification as there should be yeah. for natural disasters um, but apparently the potential usefulness of emojis in emergencies <laughs> emojis in emergencies <laughs> quick Get me a wizard! Stat! <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Doctor? Um, uh, they, the closest thing we have to universal language. Uh, one of the big bottlenecks in using social media as an emergency response tool is language. Bridge that gap and everything will be fine. People are already using emoji to talk about emergencies all the time. <laughs> yeah. Granddad's dead. Emoji of a dead granddad. <laughs> <laughs> But we don't want to have it to be about natural disasters or climate disasters. Twitter users have combined the fire and tree emoji to share information about forest fires. But Miss Dean points out that this is problematic, as it's difficult to predict what emoji combinations people will choose to use. Uh, just uh... why not just send a picture of the of the fucking disaster? Yeah, <laughs> it's not hard. Well, to be, uh, what what does a what does an earthquake look like? A gif of a building falling apart and the ground opening up. Right. So you've got to wait for the earthquake to hit. <laughs> send a, one of a previous one. A famous one. A famous earthquake. Famous earthquake. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Most Hall of Fame earthquake. earthquake. The most famous earthquake in the world. <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't understand. I understand. I understand that emojis can be used to communicate but you can communicate much better in many different ways. Yeah. It's not as if you can't send a picture to somebody or you can't send an, an animated or a video to somebody. Yeah. People already watch videos on Facebook as they're scrolling through stuff. Yeah. I'm Just not sure what that. warning people about What about, what about a voice? Really, really There's an earthquake. Your phone just goes, earthquake. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't understand. Um, in other news, Google has promised not to use AI for evil. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> do you promise, Google? I promise. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what do they consider evil? I guess. Um, well, That's recently, subjective. Uh, well, they're not going to use it for weapons. Okay. Uh, basically, they recently allied themselves with the U.S. military um, to analyze, use AI to analyze drone footage right. to find people to kill. <laughs> and Is that like, not using it for evil? Well, no. They, they, they are now promising not to do it. Oh, right. As in, they did it, and a bunch of the employees like just quit and protest yeah. and were like. We don't want to do this. Yeah. This is pretty fucking horrific. Yeah. Um, and they've re- yeah, Google told employees last week it would not renew its contract with the US Department of Defense when it expires next year. Right. So they've got like a year contract. They have to do a bit of evil and then <laughs> stop. That <laughs> uh, is now said it will not use AI for technology that causes injury to people. Right. Which, you know, makes sense. Like, as an idea, I've, I think that it will always in some way affect... Yeah, how people are, especially if it's being used by the military. Yeah, because it's designed to cause some kind of um, negative effect to somebody. Yeah, it's just trying to minimise that, but it's always going to yeah. have. At an some effect. point, will people be able to buy from you a system of AI? Probably, yes. In which case, they could use that for evil. Yeah. So you're just saying you won't do it yourself, which doesn't really change much. No, but then if they're like the leading AI people, then yeah. maybe, which I guess Google is. But it's weird to know that your Google search history could have led to the massacres of people by drone strikes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what was the French translation for biscuit. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Ichmael's dead. <laughs> that would be weird. Your internet search history leading to the deaths of thousands. <laughs> Because <laughs> you'll see how much I searched and benefited Google and how many people they could yeah. <laughs> uh, I just wanted a recipe for French onion soup. <laughs> that helped improve Google's AI. And then they sent that to the military. And now everyone's dead. <laughs> and then it's like, it's one of those fucking um, I'm Spartacus moments. It's like, I bombed Iraq. <laughs> I bombed Iraq. Everybody's standing up. <laughs> yeah. I searched for cheaper travel fares. <laughs> um, so yeah, Google's trying to do the good thing. I'm pretty sure they still own a number of designs for tanks and robot <laughs> robot death machines. But we're but not, not going to use them. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> Google. Um, yeah, because it was a slow news week, I decided to go a little bit local as well. Okay. So this is Stoke news now. Yeah. A man uh, arrest <laughs> yeah, local Staffordshire Stoke dudes arrest over death of man wearing just shorts and socks. <laughs> Officers investigating the death of a man found in a distressed state and trying to get into passing cars have made an arrest. Josh Ball, 26, was seen in Packmore on the 28th of May, covered in blood and wearing just his shorts and socks. Oh my he was God. taken to hospital, but he died. A 44-year-old man from Newchapel, Stoke-on-Trent, has been arrested on suspicion of assault causing actual bodily harm and criminal damage. Actual bodily yeah, harm. Yeah, not just like, fictional. Just <laughs> potential bodily harm. Yeah, did Detective Inspector Dan Ison from Staffordshire Police said police were still working to establish the circumstances of Mr. Ball's death. Yeah. There is lots of rumour and speculation going around as to how Joshua came by his injuries, and therefore I would urge anyone with any information to call us so that we can accurately build a picture of what occurred. So they have no idea. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why his dress, his, his, what he was wearing is important in his death. Yeah. Maybe they're saying that because he wasn't wearing a T-shirt, it was sexual or more aggressive? Like, he had to tear his own shirt off to get away? Yeah. Like, I've Maybe. seen a lot of fights where people are, like, their clothes are disheveled. It is and... summer. Yeah. Maybe. It's hot. So, like, it's yeah. perfectly but reasonable. no shoes. Yeah, no shoes. But, just yeah, socks. just socks. Well, well, we're assuming he wasn't wearing shoes. But, yeah, he said just shorts and socks. Why would you take someone's socks. shoes? Give me your shoes or yeah. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't give you back your t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, and lastly, from Stoke, starts off with this quote, which I think, I don't think it sums up Stoke, but it doesn't make you feel good. Um, <laughs> I walk around with the syringe. I keep it under my arm to keep it warm. 
and I knock at the door. The meeting may only last a few seconds. I hand the syringe over because they're expecting me, and that's my job done. That's a quote from Clive Jones, sperm donor. What? <laughs> Clive Jones, sperm donor. What? So he just walks around with a syringe full of sperm and just gives it to people who want it. He's 62. He's based in Staffordshire. And he says he goes on social media sites and can quickly find couples, ladies, advertising that they need a donor. He says if someone is close to his location and he's not too busy, he'll message them and set up a donation. Mr. Jones says he then parks his van on a nearby street. And because sperm can only live for a short time outside the body, (laughs) he produces his sample in the van into a pot before taking it to the house in a syringe. Oh, my God. He's even got a curtain installed in his van. This isn't. This isn't a kindly gentleman. That's a fetish. Well, I don't know if it's a fetish, but it's like it's just a man who drives to your house, wanks in a van on your street, and then gives you a used syringe. Like, okay, yeah. If you want a sperm donor, go through the national the NHS. If it takes longer than half an hour, we'll give you one for free. (laughs) It's not like this is America where it like costs millions of pounds or is going to put you in debt or you need insurance. I'm pretty sure you can get sperm from the NHS if you are having trouble conceiving. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how many people there are online asking for sperm outside of porn sites. There's enough for Clive. I think I've actually taken off some of the rest of the stuff. But How many kids is he going to have? They kind of said, he kind of said if he gave all his information out there, he'd be inundated with requests. Yeah. So he was like, my sperm's great. I'm 62. See, when I think of like a white van man, that's not what I think of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, uh, one, why isn't a syringe? I guess it's better than just having sex with them. Yeah. But... Would you just trust a random person turning up to your house with a syringe in his <laughs> armpit? It's in his armpit. <laughs> I'm keeping it warm. So quickly, go use it. No. Uh, <laughs> but again, it's probably people who do it. Maybe they don't want to be seen as tr- having trouble conceiving. I guess. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. But yeah, just go through official channels. Yeah. One, don't don't insert a syringe in you that you've gotten from someone else. Yeah, no, so never nope. do that. <laughs> not from not from a guy that admittedly spends time wanking in his van. <laughs> I've got a curtain. <laughs> does it, Clive? Yeah, does it make it any have you got a black light? Because, <laughs> and then they're not condoning it. They're just telling you the story of Clive Jones. <laughs> this is what Clive does. If you see a van with a curtain. Shaking outside your street, your neighbours can't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> but they might have one anyway. <laughs> Clive, like a... wanking in tubes. <laughs> it's just the quote, Clive Jones, sperm donor. Van wanker. <laughs> <laughs> keep under my arm to keep it warm. <laughs> Do you want my armpit syringe for your newborn baby? <laughs> no. no. Thank you. Leave me alone. No. But yeah. Um... Yeah, slow news week. I've only got a couple of things. Uh, a, a crocodile has killed an Ethiopian pastor during a lake baptism. Oh, I forgot about Did you that. See this one. I heard someone talk about it on the drive here, and I was like, I'll quickly add that in because I want to know more. <laughs> uh, a crocodile. A croc- it's only a small one. Like, um, a, not the crocodile. The story. Uh, a crocodile has killed a Protestant pastor who was baptizing followers near a lake <laughs> in southern Ethiopia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Doko Ashit, I think that says that's his name. Doko Ashit uh, was conducting a ceremony uh, for about eighty people on Sunday morning at Lake Abaya, Abaya <laughs> in Arbaminch Towns. Me- I'm butchering the fucking words because I can't read them. Merkeb Tabia district. Uh, residents told uh, pol- re- residents and police told BBC Amarik a crocodile leapt from the water during the baptism and attacked him. Pastor Doko died after being bitten on his legs. Back and hands. Um, he one ba- bite. <laughs> he baptised the first person and he passed on to another one and all of a sudden the crocodile, crocodile jumped out of the lake and grabbed the pastor. Local resident Katima told the BBC. Despite now, how can that not be seen as an act of God? See, I thought this. It's yeah. like you're baptising someone and a serpent <laughs> <laughs> leaps from the water. A serpent cursed to water. No, he had legs, didn't he? Damn it. <laughs> 
But like the purpose of a baptism is to wash away all your previous sins. <laughs> yeah. He did it to one person <laughs> and then he was massacred. Yeah. <laughs> By an ancient reptile. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> That's a sign, man. Like I that's... don't know how you can interpret it any other way. It's got to be. <laughs> Like a pastor of all the, a messenger of God yeah. was obviously delivering the wrong message. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> Protestant, I suppose. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's the Catholics that get it right. Uh, it uh, says at the end of the story, the crocodile escaped. Like, it's <laughs> got into heaven. I th- I th- yeah, it's like, yeah, you've done your job. Well done. What was it? What's the? What's that film at Christmas? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, where there's like an angel. Oh, he yeah, needs yeah. to do some more good deeds to get into heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crocodile. Yeah. Just as Crocodile couldn't get into heaven. Yeah. So he had to kill some, kill the pastors. Some pastors. <laughs> Just, there were 80 people there and he still died. But he did yeah. one bite. 80 people. Well, the thing is, like, it's I bet it's they thought quick, he summoned it man. from another dimension. <laughs> Oh, he said the wrong words. He, he read, like, David or Matthew 22 through 14, and that summons a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> obviously fucked up. Just one, and then the next one is just, no! <laughs> they can't Dragged get into, into the water. Like, yeah, but the, to be fair, I think a crocodile death would probably be quite quick when they start doing that rolling shit. Yeah, just, maybe. Like, they threw, it says they threw a net around him, the fish, local fisherman did to try and stop the crocodile dragging him off into the lake. He was taken to the hospital, but then he died of his wounds. Yeah. And like, yeah, and like the things, the thing's immensely powerful. It's only got to get you a couple of times. Like people die from shark bites and the shark is just tasting them and it puts yeah, them yeah, back. Yeah. It's like, no, don't like that. But the person's dead. <laughs> dead. No. Yeah. I only eat fresh. It's like, you've only, you, you, it, particular. I guess it also, well, I, I didn't really read into the country, but I'm assuming that their medical institutions might be a distance away from yeah, wherever from, they are. From the river. It's from a, baptizing yeah, river. Yeah, it's, it's Ethiopia. So it's like, yeah. yeah. But then if something bites you, usually when a shark or a crocodile or something bites someone, the, the if they get away, the risk is that they've bitten an artery. Particularly because yeah, yeah, yeah. they go because you're standing in the water, they go for your legs, and you've got yeah, some yeah. fucking big things in your legs. Mm. You've only got to get one of them, and that's it. You you'll bleed out before you can do anything. So that makes. <laughs> Would you get baptized again after seeing yeah. that? I guess yeah. there's 79 people in a queue. Yeah. What's the hold up? Fucking crocodile. Yeah. Alligator <laughs> crocodile. One of them. Okay. Uh, who's got a pool? We're going to relocate to a pool, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'll do try that. this again on Sunday. And an eagle comes down. Yeah. <laughs> Mother nature. Obviously, uh, Jenny, you were successfully baptized. You don't have to come. Uh, but Clyde, we only got halfway with you. So, like, you come back next week. Okay. So, this guy, was pro- I'm, I'm, in my mind, it's happening halfway through the baptism. So, he's muttered some words, pushed the guy's head underwater. <laughs> Then the guys come up and just seen a crocodile <laughs> ripping apart the past. <laughs> or the guy goes underwater and then the crocodile comes out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> and the pastor is surprised. <laughs> and all the people Whoa. are like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get baptized. I like my family. <laughs> Last guy I saw got baptized, turned into an alligator, and killed the pastor. It's a, it's a risky occupation, man. <laughs> Being a messenger of God. <laughs> Baptizing people who maybe shouldn't have been baptized. <laughs> Baptizing people who were actually alligators. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Focus> yourself. <laughs> And on the third day, his reptilian scales showed that he was indeed the god of the alligators. That's another one in the books. That's a, that's that's one more for the road. That's uh, that's. Uh, are there any more of these sayings? Um, one more for the road. One in the books. That's that's a wrap. That's uh, that's another episode um, of pulling teeth. Crocodiles are shit, aren't they? They're, they're fucking mental. Yeah. 
Um, now, I would have uh, normally uh, spilled off the usual contact information for you, but unfortunately, as if you haven't noticed, because I didn't, we seem to be having some kind of uh, website-slash-email troubles, which are um, finally being solved in the background. Um, but uh, so and, and, until they're fixed... You've just got to deal with us on Twitter. You can find us at Pulling Teeth Pod, and um, and you should, you know, if you if you crave kind of conversation and interaction and a and, and, and a meaningful change in the world, you should speak to us on Twitter. You should change our minds about our uh, our thoughts and our views and our opinions. Um, you should you, you should get in touch and, and and put us back on the righteous path. Show us the light, my friends. Show us the light. Or you know, just uh, just shit post and uh, make some memes and whatever whatever you find whatever you find meaningful in these crazy times. Um, yeah, that's uh, at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter. One of us will check it and probably get back to you. And then we could bring it up on the show. And how good would that be to be a part of this? To be a part of this wonderful institution that we've built? Do you realise that we've been talking now for at least... Well, th- what's, which episode is this? This is... This is unprofessional. Epi- this, this is episode 88. Episode 88. If we cap them all at an hour, we've been talking to you for 88 fucking hours. 88 hours of us. You dealing with it. I'm going on way too long now. This this was meant to be the end. But my friends, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of the outreach program. Talk to us, my friends. Communicate. Um, let us know you're out there. Speak to us. Please. For the love of God. Just have a chat. At Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter. And that's another episode. We will see you next week, bright and early, on Wednesday morning, as you come to expect. Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye, so long and farewell. Safe travels. Have another one for the room. That's one for the books. That's... There aren't any more. Goodbye.